0: Folks, welcome back to another episode of the Corporate Cowboys Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Alex. And join me for the next half hour. You've got me. You can ask questions. Obviously not live, right? But the questions I give you, you can ask yourself. Ask of those around you, right? You're not just asking how you can make corporate better. You're asking how corporate can be better. And in that way, you move like a corporate cowboy, you get a better reputation as a professional, and ultimately, you attain. You attain or you align yourself with becoming the consummate professional. Right. That's one of the many overarching themes of this podcast. If you didn't know, it is cathartic as much as it is educating. Now... Today is Proof of Life, it's Monday, March 6, 2023, right? And I usually, typically, I pull questions off of Reddit, right? And we are in r slash career guidance today. The question that came up on the feed today was flared for advice. It's asking for advice. It's flagged. It's wanting some input, right? So, of course, individuals who aren't paying uh, or reaching out to us can write these questions out though. Typically they tend to be limited in the amount of detail and context as career consultants. What we like to do is have the client in front of us on a one-to-one where we can interview them and we can converse with them and ask follow-up questions if necessary in order to get as much detail And circumstantial information surrounding their situation, so we can offer a better informed opinion, an approach, a strategy, a plan, even for how to move up in corporate. Ideally, the group that you associate with, your social circle, is one of those that you can bounce ideas off of, that you can actually get down to the nitty gritty of the inner workings of corporate and talk about career moves on how to get up, how to get ahead, how to, how to move through and navigate the corporate ladder, right? So you want socioeconomic mobility, well, you motherfuckers better do it moving, right? <laughs> Short, simple, plain and simple. All right. So this question is asking today, I wasn't, I wasn't looking for a job, but they are throwing money at me. What should I be considering, Ooh, I like these type of questions. They're more open-ended, right? They're not just asking, Oh, should I take this job? Question mark. They're offering me more money. Should I take this job? Like obviously the answer is going to predominantly be yes. But as always, there are considerations to take account of, right? In this case, they're asking somewhat the, uh, is it the inverse? No, the contra positive to it, <laughs> where they're not looking for a job, right? But they're being headhunted. They're being recruited away. And they're wondering what they should be considering before they make any decision to jump ship, before they make any decision to n- not necessarily stab somebody in the back, right? But to leave the team they are with, So they can enjoy greener pastures, more money, right? A better quality of life, if I may. The body on this one looks a little short, but I will read it for you. And if necessary, I will break it down as I read through it. Now, this is one of those where I would, I would much rather like to have the hypothetical client in front of us. So that we can ask follow-up questions, but because I'm good at what I do, we are stand-up guys with criminal minds, right? I could come up with certain inferences, reasonable inferences as to what our hypothetical clients are alluding to as far as the specifics to the career moves they are contemplating. And in that way, well, I can provide you with questions. If they are not questions you can answer now, they're questions you can think about and let marinate in your head so that you can go back and ask yourself, ask those recruiters, ask your prospective employer, ask the manuals in your workplace as you read through them, whether or not this position, this work environment is right for you, whether you should consider moving like a corporate cowboy would. So they're saying, I'm working for this company. I gave them a verbal commitment of staying at the company for the next four years. I gave them a verbal commitment. I Hold on. I'm working for this company. I gave them a verbal commitment. So they just said, yeah, I'll stay. Who the the fuck does? Hold on. All right. See, so we don't know what level they're at, right? Are they somebody entry level? Are they some kind of associate, some kind of partner, maybe a high level executive? But you see the higher up we go in terms of rank, the more this sounds like bullshit, because nobody, nobody makes a verbal commitment for staying on at a company that isn't then backed up by a written agreement, some type of written contract, something you could sink your fucking teeth into. And what I mean by that is actual paper with ink on it that lays out the terms for your employment that binds you to stay on for four years, right? This would necessarily bind you to stay on for four years and might give you some escape clauses, right? Some, some safety hatches, some, uh, some, some way to vent any pressures that might build up. Maybe you could leave for cause, right? or maybe the agreement could be terminated by them firing you for cause cuz once you're in you're in and you're bound for 4 years you agreed to it but verbally i mean verbally i don't think that would hold up i i mean in today's day and age where everybody is entry level forever and it's fire at will whether you're contracted or not Whether you're contractually engaged or not, it's necessarily fire at will. They can come up with any reason, any justifiable reason that qualifies as for cause and trigger the termination of your employment, right? So, this person has it easy. Our hypothetical clients has it easy. They only gave them a verbal commitment of staying at the company for the next four years. Who who did you... Who did you verbally commit this to? Was it your manager? Was it your supervisor? Was it your coworker, right? So you notice how I'm going down in rank now. Was it your parents? <laughs> Are you living at home? You say, yeah, mom and dad, I'll stay here for four years. I guess. You don't have to stay there. You don't have to stay anywhere for four years. You're a professional. Act like it, right? And now in this case, as a corporate cowboy, as your hypothetical career consultant, you ought to be looking at what you agreed to, what you signed on for. Oh, you didn't sign? You you didn't sign for anything? You just spoke this agreement into existence? Nah, that shit sounds very tentative, very shaky. It would not hold up in any dispute if it became legal or not. So you having promised, not even promised. It doesn't sound like you made any promises or or there was an exchange of uh, I guess if we I guess if we are getting legal, there wasn't really an exchange of consideration, right? That binds you to this agreement. <clears throat> Otherwise, I feel like that would have stuck out in your mind as as a way of enforcing this commitment. You just made a verbal commitment and it sounds like A, uh, a promise to agree or a gratuitous promise as they call it. Those are terms of art, I guess, (laughs) but they're saying here, they've been there 1.5 years. So what that's 1.5 years off of their quote unquote, four year contract, (laughs) but their four year, uh, agreement. After their four-year commitment, their their oral commitment, verbal commitment. See, notice how they're even uh, being elusive as to using those terms of agreement and contract because there wasn't shit that was signed. It's it's as if they are answering their own question. What should they be considering? Consider this, like motherfucking Bill Nye. Consider consider the following. Fucking, is there a contract? Did you read it? Did you negotiate it? And did you sign? If you did none of those steps, if all you did was tell somebody, speak it into the universe, yes, uh, I'll I'll stay on for four years, or I'll probably stay on for four years, or you could expect me to stay on for four, right? That's not enforceable. If you didn't sign anything on behalf of yourself, binding yourself to this to this to this company, the company has no reason to keep you for four years. You might be stable. You might enjoy your work. You might appreciate the work environment. You fuck up one day. You fuck up one day, or you're late. I don't know. You're late to work five minutes. Working for me. I fire your ass, right? Because (laughs) I'm just, I'm just, that's just hyperbole, right? But I fucking fire your ass for being five seconds late because we didn't have any written agreement. Who the fuck are you, right? You become, you go from being my employee to a nobody in a split second because we had no agreement. Your verbal commitment, your verbal commitment means shit to me at the end of the day. And as far as you know, and as far as I care, it's fire at will. You're an at will employee. So you want to be professional, learn to move with contracts. Now that doesn't mean that you're going to work to the letter or be a piece of shit and not put forth your best effort, right? Because there are those that they work to the rule and nothing more when in reality, I mean, that's, I guess that is a form of communism and that might be a a communist paradise, but if you lose the ability to represent yourself, if you lose the ability to negotiate, you fuck yourself. It's not that it's a representative democracy, a fucking union, and somebody does the the negotiating and the bargaining for you, right? When you know you can do better, you are better. And when you know you are better, you can be better, right? But that conviction comes from within. It's not somebody telling you, you deserve more. You deserve to be paid more. The minimum wage deserves to go up. you <laughs> That makes no sense. The minimum wage doesn't deserve shit. You deserve what you negotiate for. The minimum wage needs to go up. The minimum wage doesn't need anything. The minimum wage is something subjective. You can't even hold the minimum wage. You can hold yourself. You deserve more. You need more. But by having that need... You need to work for it. Don't get it twisted. Don't don't get don't get twisted by these idealists arguments that capitalism is out to get you. Nah, baby, you're out to get capitalism. <laughs> but it's it's too easy. It's too easy to play the victim. It's too easy to put that victim. Uh, hood on, that victim jacket, right? It's too easy. Motherfuckers don't want to work. But I digress. You obviously, this hypothetical client, our hypothetical client is not in this position, is not in this situation. They are working now and they're asking what considerations they should keep in mind (laughs) <laughs> when they are addressing, when they are navigating these, these recruiters, right? So they say, in the last six months, I've had five recruiters invite me to different roles. And I immediately said no to all of What the fuck? Why? Why are you saying no to offers? Why are you saying no to interviews? You should always be interviewing always be interviewing unless you're bound on a project, right? And really cannot carve out any time to keep your resume polished and interviewing. If you're making buku bucks and living comfortably, maybe, maybe I might let slide the fact you're not actively interviewing you should always be interviewing. Again, we don't know how old our hypothetical client is. We don't know their background. We don't know what their experience is in terms of education or professional, right? They're asking for our device. It's best, my opinion, it's best that we treat this person as, as a novice, as a newbie. There's nothing wrong with that. You learn through trial by fire, you learn through trial and error. Sometimes newbies are smart enough to reach out. They need a consultant. They reach out to us or they pitch it to the internet, like Reddit, right? If you're in a position like this and you want to invest in yourself, Invest in your professional development as far as corporate is concerned and how you relate to it. You want to work with corporate. You want to elevate yourself in terms of status, in terms of leverage, to work with corporate and not just work for it. You don't want to work for somebody. You want to work with professionals and executives. At third level, you need to move like a corporate cowboy. And you can find us on Instagram. I'll go ahead and just do the plug now. Our handle is at Corporate Cowboys with a Z. There's a ton of links there in the bio where you could find us. How you could send donations if you are so inclined. Keep this operation not for profit. This podcast, at least, any monies that come in go to business expenses and legal fees, office supplies, stationery, guns and ammo, that sort of thing. <laughs> we're on Rumble. We're on YouTube. Anywhere podcasts are distributed. So, continuing on this on this body here. Sorry, I got sidetracked. It says. I've had five recruiters invite me to different roles and I immediately said no to all of them. Well, you're retarded. It's all right. It happens. You're new, you're slow. That's what retarded means. You are slowed a little bit. It's time. It's time you learned. It's time you recapacitated and recalibrated and move like you're the threat. But the last one, they say didn't, Take no for an answer and is selling me on the growth opportunity and money. Right? So they've been saying no to them all, but this last one, that's got to be a sign, right? You're in a spot, you've (laughs) somehow committed to staying on for four years. What are you in? Like the people's army where they don't do contracts? They just, oh, fucking word is Bond over here, right? where does bond on the streets incorporated something different? Unless you're in some type of business that, that we just aren't privy to because you're a hypothetical client. But if I had you in front of me, obviously we want to know what industry you're in. We'd want to know what distance, what length you've agreed to stay on, right? Whether or not you have clearances, whether or not you have privileges, whether you're not, whether or not you've You've agreed, actually have agreed to certain expectations of yourself and the company between one another. I mean, that all matters if it gets down to the nitty gritty of having to go to court or having to hold court somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, I'm talking the streets. I'm talking the streets. But otherwise, this is a sign. Divine intervention, the universe telling you that recruiters want you. Money wants business wants you, and you're over here not taking care of it. That's an issue. And this last one is persistent. They won't take no for an answer. So they're selling them on the growth opportunity and the money, right? Which ideally is what any professional wants. It's what any aspiring professional wants in their career. Why? Because it sounds unending. It sounds like it's never ending. Opportunity, growth, and money, growth, opportunity, and money. Now they say the jump in pay is 40% bro. Fam fucking 40% more I would have been gone. I would have, I would have been gone at 20 probably, right? This oral commitment. If you, if you can't go back to your, to your employer and let them know that you have a significantly better offer coming at you and that if they don't match it, you're fucking out the door. What's the worst that could happen? You think this isn't a bridge that's worth burning? You're making, and it's apparent because the market is necessarily coming at you and not taking no for an answer. You know, you're getting paid shit right now when you could be making at least 40% more. That's almost half, bro. That's almost half. That's all right. Okay. Not going to get flustered, right? And they say, they write should i consider this <laughs> i know i come off as very emphatic very um what is it not emotional lively passionate in this podcast but that's because i fucking care i care about your professional development any one of my clients Hypothetical or not, I actually care, right? Now, disclaimer, any opinions that are conveyed across this social media, across this podcast, in any one, of the, any one of the episodes, they should not be construed as legal advice. Corporate cowboys, nor myself, we do not condone wrongful activity. We don't promote wrongdoing of any kind right if at any point it comes across that way it's satire <clears throat> we'll call it satire or hyperbole right now <laughs> they're saying should i consider this it says there are risks oh so, oh so they know there are risks to any new opportunity well that's a no brainer that's obvious i can stay at my current role they say indefinitely but unlikely i'll see a raise for 5 years goodness gracious so they could get a 40% bump right now from a recruiter who wants them bad and over here i'm i'm making the inference that the market is hot for whatever this person is doing. I, again, we don't know what industry they're in. We don't know exactly what kind of background they got, what their experience is like, what their acumen looks like, and and, and why it stacks up in this manner. That they're having recruiters hunting them down. They've had five in the past six months. Six months, five different recruiters. Now, it's it's important that they realize that headhunting is a normal practice, right? And even if it were a normal practice, even if this form of poaching and recruiting were a normal thing in the industry, they've got to recognize that They have unrealized value given that the offer, at least their most recent is 40% more than what they make, right? That would motivate me. That would get me heated to at least bring it up to management, regardless of how long I've been there for, right? (laughs) And they're worried about a four-year verbal commitment, if they don't have it in writing, it ain't worth shit. Obviously, it has to be written right too, but that's higher-level technical thinking, higher-level legal thinking. But if it's not in writing, first and foremost, it's obvious the company was just writing the opportunity that you gave them to keep you on for four years and not at all take into account the prospects to develop you professionally. I mean, I would feel a little offended. I would feel a little more than just insulted. But again, we don't know how young or how ignorant this person is. And so it might be blissful at first. Ignorance is bliss. We get it. But just because you're dumb now, or just because you don't or you didn't know, now that you do know, I mean, you necessarily have the duty to be better. Because you can be better. And because you can be better, you need to be better. Right? They say, there are risks to any new opportunity. That's a no-brainer. You got a fucking huge risk right now for the company you work for. You don't have a written agreement. They could fire you tomorrow, let you go. You could stay at your current role indefinitely. Says who? You? Not even. You only agreed, <laughs> you only agree to stay on four years. At the end of four years, what if you want you, what if you want to stay on indefinitely? And the company's like, Nah, we just wanted you at four years, apparently below market rate, apparently 40% below market rate. Nah, we're done with you. We'll get somebody else. (laughs) That's cold, man, but it's a cold world that we live in. Again, we don't know what kind of relations this hypothetical client keeps with their employer, with the company, with their coworkers. We don't know how integrated they are as far as the work duties they take on and the qualifications required for them. But apparently, they are qualified for a 40% raise somewhere else. Now, this is where I give the caveat that instability, that risk. That they bring up to new opportunities. Even though it exists where you work now. They are still valid risks. That you want to assess beforehand. Which is why you should have taken the interview at least. Find out what it is you would be getting yourself into. Before you sign. Don't don't give them any verbal commitments. Or you'll fucking shit yourself. <laughs> you'll shit your pants and won't know how to get out of it. Nah. Learn the conditions under which you will be working, right? Because you would voluntarily be choosing to submit yourself to this employer and work for them in the capacity of a professional, in a professional capacity. Why am I speaking like that? <laughs> Thy will be working for, no, I'm kidding, because you'll be working for them professionally, You want to know what you're getting into professionally. You want to learn the rules to then later break them. Righteously though, right? I mean, you make 40% more starting. Don't you want to make 50% more six months from then? Don't you want to make 50% again another year later? Find exactly what it is they are looking for and how you can complement them. That's how you leverage yourself professionally. That's how you work with them and not for them. But again, that requires higher level thinking, strategizing, planning. And we can help you do that. Reach out to us, Corporate Cowboys with a Z on Instagram. You can email us, DM us, write to us, snail mail if you want. Obviously, give us a little time to respond. But you want to take that into account when you write the fucking letter. Don't be like, Alex, I need help. I got an interview tomorrow. fucking. (laughs) Write to us. It's P.O. Box 3372 Rancho Cordova, California 95741. I know I'm going a little over now, but let me read, uh, the first comment, the first, the first comment here, might as well. If it's a good job slash company, they write, take it. Do not pass up an opportunity for a 40% pay increase based on a commitment. You've been told you aren't responsible for upholding. Hold on. You've, uh, you've been told you aren't responsible for upholding. What? It's strictly business. That's how your company operates. And so should you. If you'd like, you can offer to stay. If they can match the increase, that gives them a fair chance to keep you. Uh, I would go with that last paragraph of giving them the opportunity to match your pay or the prospective pay. Give them a shot at matching the increase and or provide additional opportunities for your professional development because you are looking out for yourself here after all. You want to be paid and you want to be made, right? But you need to have an active hand in that. You need to play an active part in that. Otherwise, you can expect to get played. As far as that first paragraph, they say, uh, don't pass up the opportunity for a 40% pay increase based on a commitment you've been told you aren't responsible for upholding i that that gives me some pause because you i mean we don't know the extent to this commitment maybe they did promise something maybe they did sign, sign something and they they don't recall having signed it right but a verbal commitment or just Laying out expectations. If somebody asks you just in passing, where do you see yourself in five years? And you're like, here. I'll be here for five years. That means shit. You could leave tomorrow if you wanted. Corporate, for the most part, is at will. You leave whenever. don't even need to give a reason. Obviously, you want to move professionally. Give a little bit of notice. Be a little... Not transparent, but be a little tactful. Use logic and tact to your advantage. Because being a professional, it's being a professional on all fronts. The way you keep a network is still the same way you make a network. You have to be active, you have to be productive. So, don't go burning this bridge just yet. And I said that earlier on. Don't go burning this bridge just yet. You want to find out. You want to ask yourself questions. Just like you want to ask the company you currently work for questions. And just like you want to be asking the company who's recruiting you those questions. Go ahead. Take the interview. Nobody's going to kill you for it. Not yet, at least. You got to consider the options you got, opportunities available to you. You haven't bound yourself by saying you'd stay. Circumstances change every day. Unless they got into writing, unless you've made a negotiated agreement that you know you're bound by. I mean, only then word is bond. Beyond that, anything verbal, that's just coming off the strength of business. If you want to stick around for four years, you still got to get paid. Why wouldn't you let them know that people are out for you? People are coming for your head. (laughs) You got a price tag on your head. Let your company pay it. Take care. Catch you on the next one.